0: Welcome to the Inventory Nation podcast, a show designed to bring you the incredible voices and stories of veterinary professionals coast to coast, all while helping you to manage and control your inventory. I'm your host, Nicole Clausen, coach, advisor, and champion for veterinary teams and their inventory, joining you live from the mountains of Montana. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Inventory Nation podcast. You're listening to episode number five. Today, I am absolutely honored to be joined by Jessica Ruderskold, the Director of Inventory Management and Pharmacy Operations at Badger Veterinary Hospital. Jessica is a certified veterinary technician, a certified project manager, and has a master's degree in pharmacology and toxicology. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. So tell us your story. How did you get started in veterinary medicine? Well,
1: I've kind of come full circle. So back in high school, my first job was working at a vet clinic and I did like kennel work. So I cleaned the kennels, um, helped take care of any patients that were in the hospital and eventually kind of started to assist a little bit in the exam rooms. Then I went off to college, got a degree in animal science. I knew I didn't want to be a veterinarian, mm-hmm. um, but I knew I loved animals and I loved science. So that is the track I went on. Graduated college. The job market wasn't great at the time. Got hired at a veterinary clinic as like an assistant. Did that for oh, a couple of years, then went to a different clinic. So did assistant work, but got to have more responsibility, actually be in exam rooms with the doctors, started learning to draw blood, assist with surgeries, that sort of thing. Then I met my soon-to-be husband and moved to, back to Wisconsin um, and worked at a clinic, actually where I'm at now, but I'll get back to how I got back here. <laughs> <laughs> and then ended up being grandfathered in and could sit for the national board. So then I got my certification as a vet tech. Um, and during my time at the clinic I'm at right now, I worked for our small animal veterinarians and then our large animal veterinarians because my passion is horses. So I got the opportunity to work with our equine veterinarians for a while Then another opportunity presented itself, and I left the clinic for nine years. I worked at a company in Madison called Covance Laboratories, where I did research laboratory work and then became a project manager after I realized lab life really wasn't suited for me at at that (laughs) point. So I was there nine years and then left and went to a food ingredient company and continued my project management kind of career for a couple of years. And then, oh, about a year ago or so, my friend who works here at the clinic approached me and said, Hey, I think I've got a job that I think you should apply for here. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to come back. Like it's been a long time. A lot has changed. She's like, oh, I think you'd be good for it. I'm like, okay. So I met with her and the owner and a couple other people. And they were like, we would love to have you back. I'm like, okay. Like <laughs> I don't have experience in managing inventory, but I can give this a shot. So the lady that was managing the pharmacy at the time, she was going to retire at the end of 2019. So I thought, well, this is a good opportunity to try to soak in her knowledge before she goes. Like, the timing was really good. So I had to work alongside her for a couple months before she officially retired. She's still a resource that I can reach out to when I have some questions, but they kind of just handed me the reins and said, here you go. The challenge that she had is she was really involved in the day-to-day like filling the prescriptions and dealing with that, but wasn't able to really manage the pharmacy and the inventory for all three clinics. Cause we have three sure. locations and then we have an equine arm to our main location. So that's kind of why I was brought in to help kind of take it to the next level. We're just a really fast growing, very progressive clinic and kind of needed extra bodies to be more strategic than tactical. So that's kind of how I got involved. So I've been here again since September of
0: last year. That is so cool. Yeah. Like I went totally full circle. (laughs) (laughs) You did. And so the practice that you're at right now, it has three locations, right? Correct. And are they all three companion animal or are they mixed or what is kind of the population demographics there? So two
1: are only companion animals. And then the one arrives, and that mainly is small animal and then equine, large animal, but mainly equine um, ambulatory. So we don't have any in-clinic equine. Okay. So we have two, two trucks that are out and about on a daily basis. And then the busy just daily small animal practice. Um, we have four small animal doctors. We just brought on um, our newest veterinarian fresh out of school. So that makes Ooh, us. Congratulations. Up to four. That's why we need more exam rooms. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are yeah. growing. <laughs> yeah, growing very fast. So, um, it's exciting and scary at the same time. So,
0: yeah, I can imagine. So, you know, before, like you mentioned, before you became the director of inventory management, you did some incredibly interesting work as a project manager and project coordinator for a research and drug development company yeah what was that like was it hard transitioning back into veterinary medicine or like what was that like
1: um, not really i think some of the knowledge i had from keeping my certification as a vet tech stayed with me um, and then my project management skills translated really well into like the whole organizing and management of the inventory and then managing the operations of the pharmacy like being the goal is being strategic like that's kind yes. of what's missing we We've been more tactical in the past and the goal is to bring some more strategy to it and try to be proactive instead of reactive. So, yeah, that's that's been the fun part is getting all those pieces to flow together.
0: I love it. That just makes my heart sing. I just love (laughs) hearing those words. (laughs) So do you now that you've been managing inventory for a while, do you enjoy it? Do you like it or you're kind of like "Mm," on the fence a little?
1: I do enjoy it. It's challenging, especially when there's an issue and we're trying to figure out like, why did this happen? Like actually just before I got on this call, one of my team members came to me and said, Hey, I just counted this medication and we're missing X amount of pills. And I'm like, well, that's very weird. Like we just did a full count the end of May. So I'm like, well, at least we have a reference point to start from to try and figure out what happened. So yeah, I gave her the task of let's try and figure out maybe what happened here. Cause it appears that all the scripts are entered, but there could have been an issue where maybe somebody reprinted a label by accident and then we filled it based up of that. So there's just some little glitches that sometimes come into play, but it's not a medication we could get off on by a lot. It's just, it just shouldn't be that way. So... That makes it challenging. So when my day seems to be going well, then something like that happens. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like half the adventure is like figuring yeah. out where something went off the rails. You're like, what yeah. happened there? <laughs> yeah, so went right,
1: all that stuff. So we we got to dig
0: a little deeper into that one. Yeah. So when you took over inventory, I know you kind of shadowed the previous inventory manager, but did you come into a system that was already set up or did you really kind of had to work to establish a system?
1: No, I was very lucky that there was already kind of a baseline system in place. Now it's just kind of optimizing it, Um, refining it, um, bringing it up to, I guess, current standards. I mean, there was a lot of good things in place that now I'm just fine tuning getting like our databases cleaned up so that all the ac- the act codes are more accurate, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So making sure our inventory, like those codes make sense. Like, do we need to have that code now, or can we deactivate it, or do we need to bring in something different? So yeah, now it's just refining everything so that we're a well-oiled machine.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So how does your inventory function now? Because I know you have multiple locations, you have some mobile vehicles, how does like the logistics work of your inventory right now?
1: So with everything that's in clinic, two out of the three clinics have dedicated staff in the pharmacy. So the main location where I'm at, we have two full-time staff that are on kind of a rotating schedule. And then I have a, a single person at the other clinic and she kind of functions as uh, many hats. She mainly mm-hmm. is a pharmacy, but then also is a tech and Helps with the receptionists and that sort of thing. So she has many things to address, but her main focus is the pharmacy. So I'm lucky that I have a team of people that can help with those day-to-day functions. I wish I could spend more time with some of them than I get to, but I, being here at the main location is really where my time is spent. So sure. But yeah, having the team is very, very helpful.
0: Yeah. That definitely makes sense, you know, especially with that many moving pieces, it's going to be important to have people on your on your team there.
1: And with the equine, the equine piece, the techs that are on that team, they're responsible for moving their inventory between the trucks and their pharmacy portion. Um, But I help them when they do their counts, that sort of thing, making their adjustments, helping them investigate issues. If they need new codes or revised pricing, like I take care of all that for all the clinics. So.
0: Sure. That absolutely makes sense. And so what practice management system do you use? We use Impermed. Okay. And so how does that work with the mobile trucks? Is there kind of like a mobile version or do you kind of like adjust out the the inventory items for those trucks or how does that work?
1: Um, It is, they have like hotspots in their truck that they can use. So they can just take laptops on the truck and open Impermed and use it and the way our databases are set up right now, the main clinic and equine are together. So we can move inventory between the pharmacy. We have two separate pharmacies set up and then just move inventory. So that, that makes it really clean. Um, If we have to transfer inventory between the other clinics, it's a little more of a manual process. So you have to make sure it actually happens where you actually, we created like uh, three letter codes to say like drugs to whatever location so that, I can pull reports and see, oh, these are all the transfers we did to this clinic. These are all the transfers we did to the other clinic and so on and so forth.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Um, What do you think strategies and tools have been most helpful for you? Do you use... Do you lean on Imprimed a lot with the reorder points? Do you use reorder tags? What kind of things do you use for your inventory?
1: Well, that, that's funny. That's kind of the gap that I'm working on is getting reorder points set up. That's kind of the big project I would like to complete this year. I've started on the one clinic, but it's it's very tedious and finding dedicated time has been a little bit of a challenge. But um, I like to use the reports in Imprimed and then Excel spreadsheets. So I'll export into an Excel spreadsheet and then Like pivot tables or whatever I need to do to look at the data. Um, Mm -hmm. And I keep a separate set of spreadsheets um, where I'm tracking kind of monthly pieces of data that I can report on if need to. So I track like the amount of adjustments we're making value wise so that I can track that through the year. So next year I would have something as a baseline to compare to.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think that's so important, you know, especially when you're cycle counting and you're doing these counts and you're making these adjustments. I think if you're not keeping track of it, all of a sudden it can add up very quickly. And then yeah. you're kind of like, wow, I made, you know, $17,000 worth of adjustments this year, you know? So yeah. I think that's great that you're monitoring those. What do you think are some of your favorite tools? You mentioned that you like the, a lot of reports in ImpreMed. Do you have any favorites? Um,
1: I like to use, like if I'm just looking for a baseline value of the inventory, we have an inventory lots report so I can pull mm-hmm. that for each clinic and then go on the ecoin side and pull it per location. I can use that as well. I like to use the product's invoice report. That's sometimes how I can figure out maybe how something maybe didn't get invoiced or got invoiced. If we can see a trend like this client gets this medication every other month. Oh, they didn't get it in this gap. So maybe we somehow made a mistake with that. So yeah, there's a lot of different reports and implement that, I'm sure I haven't touched on yet, but I will find them. <laughs> yes, um, we, do have, we do have some enhanced reports that are kind of nice for just big picture items. Like if you just want to show top products sold or that sort of thing.
0: Oh, that's very helpful. So is there anything that you wish you would have known or learned sooner when you first started managing inventory?
1: I think like after taking your 101 course, I kind of wish I would have had that as sort of like an introductory just to be more familiar with certain terms or just kind of the basics of managing inventory. Like I kind of went in with an open mind and learned from my mentor and took it from there, but it would have been nice to just have other secondary knowledge on hand, too. But I definitely was given um, a good piece of work to take over, though. So. I'm very lucky in that fact. I did not have to start from scratch.
0: Um, Yeah, I think that makes a big difference. How do you think that your role as a project manager, you know, really helped kind of prepare you for the role that you're doing now? I think just
1: having the skills of like being organized and sort of like self-motivating are very helpful because you kind of are on your own little island when in the clinic because not everyone understands what their how their job maybe impacts the inventory manager They're just like, oh, well, I'm just gonna take this off the shelf. And I'm like, what are you using it for? Are you gonna use it in the clinic? Are you selling it? Because I wanna make sure it's leaving this room accounted for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Say, like our staff is really good. Like as we have brought on new staff, um, they're getting trained to like Even ask like if they're taking something like, oh, should I pull the tag now or wait? And I'm like, oh, wait till you've pulled the last one for this item. So we do have like a tag system, at least where items are labeled, and we pull those off and put them on a board so we know Uh when to order things. But like I said, ideally, I want to get the reorder point set up as sort of like that measuring tool, like is this accurate or not? So that we kind of have two systems going instead of just relying on a tag system because it's not foolproof obviously if someone doesn't pull a tag we don't know that it may need to be reordered till it's too late
0: yes absolutely yeah i really like to kind of balance all sorts of you know and have kind of like a double check system so you can mm-hmm. use your software and you can re- use reorder tags so if one goes haywire then hopefully yeah. you have another one it's kind of a backup yeah and then do you have any words of wisdom for newer inventory managers or for those just getting started I would say keep an open mind and bite off small chunks. I came in like,
1: I'm going to fix this, 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 and this, and then realize, whoa, slow down. (laughs) But that's (laughs) just my nature. Like, I want to fix things so, like, it can be better and we can move on. But I've just had to prioritize the items that I want to fix. And sometimes just the day-to-day things kind of puts a halt on that, but It's called job security as well. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely is that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I would say just keeping an open mind and take it just little by little because there's always going to be something else that um, comes along. Right. It's never, there's not a, there's not a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always something going to change. A new product, Mm. a new veterinarian, that sort of thing that will
0: (laughs) cause a change. Absolutely. Um, And then, so it sounds like your team is really helpful as far as like helping you manage inventory, especially with the different locations. Were they, when you first started managing inventory, were they helpful from the beginning or was it kind of like a process to get them on board, if you will?
1: I would say in general, they were very helpful from the beginning. We have one, the one clinic where we don't have a dedicated person there every day. So we're relying on the technician and the veterinarian to kind of keep things moving and that's proved to be somewhat of a challenge so one of my team members here at the main clinic I send her up there at least once a week to kind of do the ordering check on things and then I try to go once a month with her to just kind of help her out look at things of see where everything's at mm-hmm. I think that's helping at some point I think we'll have more dedicated staff at that location to help but it's a smaller clinic it's only one veterinary. So the inventory is much lower there, um, but it's been helpful. I've been able to like get our food inventory costs down at that location because they just don't get food that makes. So we've kind of eliminated food that's just been sitting. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
0: And so I know that you do some very cool things when you're not working with your horses. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about that. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I have um, a Norwegian fjord horse that I do competitive driving. With in the summertime, I just actually was at a competition this past weekend. Um, we did really good, so that was very exciting for having the first show of the year, especially with everything going on. There's not much activity going on in general, so it was nice to get out and do that stuff with her. Even at her age of 22, she's still very spry and very willing to participate in the activities that I force so her cool. to do.
0: <laughs> she's like, "Okay, y'all yeah, do this." Like, all right, okay, whatever.
1: Yeah, so So, I've been doing that sort of competitions for about mm, 10 years or so. Um, Prior to that, I did more riding type competition, but I got into the driving because it's different and it is super fun and everyone's super nice and it's a great just community to be involved with.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. So what are the competitions like? You know, like how do they... I guess um, does it look of them, like.
1: Yeah, so the one I did this past weekend was more of just like in an arena, and it was like groups of horses together based on the type of carriage you're driving. Um, so that that's a little bit different. The ones I like to, I prefer to do. They're more like three day eventing, but in a carriage. There's no jumps, but it's kind of like three different phases that you compete in, and then the lowest score wins for your group. So. Those were more fun for me, but it was just nice to get out and do something with my horse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Everyone has a little bit of cabin fever going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is so wonderful. Is there anything else that you'd like to add or anything else that you think that newer inventory managers might find helpful or if you have any recommendations for them?
1: I would encourage them to participate in your inventory strategy network, um, even if they are just kind of lurkers on the message boards there's a lot to learn there and just even being involved in the Facebook group just soak in as much knowledge as you can because there's so much out there and there's lots of people out there in your same situation you're not by yourself (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) yeah I've learned very quickly so you know when I first started managing inventory I felt very alone because like you mentioned you know you're kind of on your own little island as an inventory manager and I was like I was very lost. So I very, I've realized, you know, as I've kind of been doing this for longer and helping more people that it's very common for inventory managers to kind of be on their own little island. So as you mentioned, if you are feeling like you need a support system or you need somebody to even vent to, like, there's a lot of people here like willing to help you, you know, and we want to be there for you. So, yes. Awesome. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to chat with me. I really appreciate it. It was absolutely fantastic. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course. We'll talk soon. Okay, thanks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inventory Nation podcast and spending your time with me. I know your time is valuable and in short supply, so it truly is an honor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or leave a review. Be sure to visit vetlogic.co slash podcast to access the show notes and discover additional links and resources. See you next time.